0: So church, why don't we welcome those who are joining us online or perhaps listening to a podcast. It's great to have you with us today. And we just want to say, if you're ever in our area, why not drop into one of our services? We would love to have you here. And if the messages have blessed you in any way, do take the time to write. We would love to hear from you. Church, can we just welcome those who are joining us online? Great to have you. Great to have you here. Now, last week, I Started a um, I guess a, a very short series which sort of concludes concludes uh, today and uh, we, we I, I told you about the fact that I was I had recorded a TV show and at the end of the TV show is that rain. Yes, it is. At the end of that um, uh, TV show, uh, basically, you know how when you record it, it always takes the next few minutes of the next program, and as that uh, program came on, I was like, oh, what is this program? I could see it was uh, based at like a, 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 a police department office or something like that, but as it started, what I realized, um, that the main character came in, and then I, uh, then I said, oh, I know what this show is. The show is named after the main character, the main character. His name was Lucifer And uh, as I uh, began to just watch the uh, couple of minutes that had recorded uh, there I could and and looked up what the show was about, I saw that the show was about the devil who got bored in hell. And by the way, can I just say, church, it's okay to talk about the devil. The Bible does. Don't freak out. Don't get nervous. The Bible does talk about uh, the devil. We need to understand who our enemy is. Somebody say good preaching uh, right there. We need to understand who... Our enemy is, but the show is about the devil who gets bored in hell, so he decides to join the LAPD, as you, uh, as you do. And and uh, I want to just say right here from the outset, this is not reality television. Okay, it's just, it's just not reality television. But the message that the producers wanted to convey is that Lucifer Morningstar is kind of an all-round good devil. He's kind of an all-round good guy. In fact, he's, he's not that bad. He's not that evil. In fact, th- th- they would even say he, he cares. The devil's got a, Lucifer's got a heart. And uh, again, he's part of the LAPD. He's there to protect and uh, serve. But can I tell you, our enemy, the devil is not going to protect you or not going to serve you. I want to tell you. But that's the message they're trying to get across, that, that Lucifer's a little bit cheeky, but fun. He's kind of sexy and stylish. They want to portray a picture that he's kind of naughty, but nice. But that's not what the Bible says about Lucifer. We saw last week that the Scripture says that Lucifer is a schemer. Lucifer is a schemer. He has schemes. Secondly, we learned that Lucifer is a liar. In fact, Jesus said this in John chapter 8, verse 44. When he lies, he, he speaks his native tongue. It's his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. So I want to tell you, many people believe the lies of the devil rather than listen to the truth of God. Friends, you've got to understand, sometimes we hear that you're not good, you can't. Stop believing the lies of the devil and start believing what God's Word says about you. Don't just go by your feelings. Trust in the blood of Christ, that which was accomplished for you on the cross. So he was a lion. the third thing we looked at last week was that Lucifer wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy. John ten verse ten. Jesus says this: the thief comes only. Everybody say only, Amen. only for this reason, only to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants nothing more than to keep you depressed, oppressed, and distressed. So the devil, Lucifer, Satan, whatever you want to call him, desires to do. That's why we can't give him a foothold. The Bible talks about: don't give a place. To the devil, a spot, a position. Don't give him license. Don't give him any room in your life. And so today I want to continue on with some thoughts in Lucifer part two. And I'm going to be talking about Lucifer and you. How do we we respond to this enemy that we have? The scripture is clear that Lucifer, the devil, demon, Satan, is a reality in God's world. It is a real reality in God's world. Ephesians 6 verse 12 says this, For our struggle, I don't know what you think you're struggling with, I don't know what battle you're thinking you're fighting, but it's talking about our struggle, the overall struggle that is going on. For our struggle, our wrestle, it says in the King James Version, is not against flesh and blood. It's not about that, that, that person who sits next to you and to, chews too loud at the table. It's not about that person who drives you insane. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Our, our struggle is not against that annoying work, colleague. Some of you are looking at each other. you know the word. You know who I'm talking about. Our, our, our struggle is not, our, our, not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, listen, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There are realms that we know not. There are realms out there. This is our struggle. This is our wrestle. This is our war. This is our battle. What's the scripture teaching? It's teaching simply this, that there are realms of reality. There are realms of spiritual reality that we can't see. We can't see, but we can certainly feel the effects. Now, you might be here today and you go, Well, Pastor, (laughs) I don't believe in anything I can't see. Really? Really? I've never seen air, but I believe if it wasn't here, I wouldn't last very long. I haven't haven't seen air. I I, I haven't seen the wind as it uh, uh, rustles through the trees, but I can see the effects of it. And again, if you've eaten too much baked beans, there's a whole nother kind of when you can see the effects of it. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. There's different kinds. We, can, we, we, we haven't seen it, but we can know the effects of it. How many have a wireless device here today? And some of you are using it while I'm talking. Don't, don't do that. No. Some of you have a wireless device here today. And, you know, people send us photographs. We live in an incredible age. Isn't it? Isn't it amazing to know that right now in this auditorium, there are frequencies and sound waves and things going all through the, through the air. We can't see them. Yeah. Oh, I don't believe in that. Well, the, you, I can hear their effects. People send me a photo. People will send me a photo. I don't see the photo floating through the air down to my, my phone. It just appears. How does it come? How does it get there? It's not connected to anything. I can't see it. Friends, there are realms and realities that we cannot see, but they exist. We can't see them, but we can see the effects of them. We can see the effects on, the, on people's lives, the consequences on people's lives. Come on, I'm preaching better than you're responding. We can see it. To say I, I, I just can't believe in things is it, it, ludicrous in some sense. And please, can I, can I also say this? Our human intellect and knowledge is not the pinnacle of reality. What we know as human beings, we we are not the pinnacle of reality. Do you know that even dogs can hear sounds that we can't hear? Come on. They can hear frequencies and pick up frequencies that we can't even see or know or hear. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 9, speaking of our knowledge, our human knowledge says this. Paul says, we know only in part. We know only in part. We don't know everything. We can't know everything. We know only in part. So there are realms of reality, spiritual reality, that we can't see, but we certainly can feel their effects. Now I want you to turn to your neighbor and look them in the eye and say, the struggle is real. Come on. Come on, sound like a black man now. Come on, the struggle is real. Oh Lord Jesus. The struggle is real. Now I know we've got to have Balance. We've got to have. We've got to have balance. On one hand, I'm, I, I'm saying we can't ignore this. But on the other hand, for some people, they're over the top. Everything's the devil. You're sitting next to No, 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 no. Everything's the. Everything's The, the devil. you not. You lose your internet connection. Devil. <laughs> the light turned red just as you were about to go go through it. You're in a hurry to get to some meeting. you, you devil. You can almost see him sitting on top of the traffic light going. And <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on, you've been there, you've been there. Double. You're coming to church and somebody's sitting in your chair. No, you were just late. That's all. That's how it is. My car broke down. Lucifer. <laughs> no, you just didn't put petrol in it. Well, the devil made me do it. No, he didn't. You just did that all. Come on, listen. How? how no, we can blame the devil for our just on stuff that we we we, we mess up. <laughs> we, uh, we, we we can. I mean, I know. I, I did that. I, the other week. I was at a conference and I um was uh, some of you might have read this on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I had to get, go down and get some, uh, what do you call it, lanyards or whatever. So I was busy. I came out of the hotel, down the lift out into the lobby. And so I'm in the lift going down. It's like ah, oh, these silly glasses, and I'm just wobbling them like this. And I'm going, I was like, I put it back on. And I'm walking out. It's like, oh man, I can't see. I have not on them. No. And then a, I, I, I'm walking around, I'm talking to people, I'm like, these are so blurry, I'm taking them off again, I'm just cleaning them. I'm walking around, and I'm like, no, come on, these glasses. I'm already annoyed at them because they fall off, I've got to wear kids' things to hold them on. <laughs> Sometimes I get up and they're turned up like that, and I'll have like little radar aerials. He's probably one of those prophet guys who gets messages in his ear. Okay, tell them that you're sick on number. No, I mean, I mean I'm like ah. Go back in the lift, stupid glasses. Walk in and Nita goes, hey dear, why are you wearing my glasses? <laughs> Bright purple glasses. I was like, hi. <laughs> These new life guys are pretty weird. <laughs> How I many know that wasn't the devil? That was just me. <laughs> but, but I, but I think we, 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 uh, you know, uh, you know that you get to the mall and that, that you, you've prayed for that car park and suddenly that lady goes into your car park demon. She's just a devil woman. you know, I mean, no, she's just a better driver than you. I mean, it's just how, how I came? Come on. No, the lady said, "Amen." Amen yeah. But I, I, I think he attacks sometimes. Like this morning. <laughs> I know I'm speaking on this, I'm, uh, on a loose. Uh, I, I'm watching. I'm, I'm seeing stuff happening. I'm trying to get my sermon last minute. Prep stuff happening. And, and, and Reuben goes in the toilet, comes out of the toilet, shuts the door, and he can't open it again. The handle's going. And I just know this is gonna, we've got to go in the bathroom. People got to use it. And I'm just like, devil. But I think that was the devil, that one, because I'm trying to study my uh, data. So there's no reason for that, that to happen. So, so, so there is a balance there we've got to have we've got to have balance turn to your neighbor and say balance So I'm saying we can't ignore this reality, but we must be careful not to overemphasize that everything's Lucifer or a demon. But can I say this? It's very important to remember, especially for those who are new to faith in Christ, and perhaps for us who have been walking with Christ for a while because I think we we can uh, uh, forget in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of our wrestle, and in the midst of our battle, battle. We must remember that Lucifer, the devil, Satan, is not somehow equal with God. This is very important. You've got to get this. I'll say it again. It is very important that you understand that Lucifer, Satan, the devil, demons, all that, all that realm of reality is not equal. In strength or in power with God, I mean, you should be saying amen, hallelujah, thank you. Because that's, I don't know about you, that's good news. That's good news. It's, 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 we got to understand the battle that is there. We are not facing a battle of equals, we are not yinging and yanging it here. If so you know the ying and yang, oh, good and dark and force, and they're, they're fine. No, 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 there is not a battle of equals here. The struggle that we have, the struggle that the Bible talks about is not good and bad forces fighting each other in some cosmic battle of equals. It is not. Tap your neighbor and say, it is not. So you've got to understand, Lucifer is a fallen angel. He's a good angel that's gone rogue. He's gone bad. He went bad. He's probably, you could say, the first hell's angel if you're into motorbikes. Well, that's not how I tried. But in Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 15, it says, speaking of Lucifer, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning. His actual name means son of the morning or morning star in Hebrew. O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground? Which didst weaken the nation? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne. This is where we get statements like pride comes before a fall. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. And then it says this. Yet you shall be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. Lucifer tried to stand up to God. God's like, gone. Goodbye. See you later, alligator. So you've got to understand, Lucifer and God are not even in the same league. They're not even in the same league. God is uncreated, eternal, everlasting, all powerful. Come on, somebody, all knowing, omniscient, all present, everywhere. Lucifer is not. Come on, that's a good place to give a praise break right now. Thank you, God. This is all good news for me. See, Lucifer is not. In Luke chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus. Said this to his disciples. He said, "I saw Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Gone. Get out of here. This is not a cosmic battle of equals. You must understand that because it can feel like it when you're in the struggle. It can feel like, come on, you can. It can feel like it when you're in the battle. It can feel like it when you're in the wrestle. But we've got to know ultimately, he has the victory." Thank you, five of you. I said, ultimately, he has the victory over every situation and circumstance in our lives. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Listen, friend, light always overcomes darkness. Light always overcomes darkness forever. When you go into a room and you switch on the light, you don't see darkness. When you switch on the light, darkness is gone. Tap your neighbor and say, Turn your light on. Come on. (laughs) We've got to live as children of the light. Light overcomes darkness always and forever. And you can even see it in the physical realm. You can see that dictator who lasted for a while and flared for a while. And uh, people like Adolf Hitler, who, who people thought, How can, how can, when will this ever end? And he's gone. He's but dust. No matter who, who, who will rise up or who will stand up, understand this. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the everlasting God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Light always overcomes darkness. Oh, it might, it might tarry for a time. But God takes care of it. And so in your struggle and in your, in your battle, you've got to know that. This is, this is not a, a battle of who's going to win, I don't know. It's kind of freaky. Some of us, even with what's going on in the world right now, some of you are like, ah, I don't know. But I want to tell you, we've read the end of the book. We've read the end of the book. Yeah. The of the book. Yeah. He wins victory yeah. to the King of Kings and to the Lord. Of Lord, you've got to know that in the struggle, in the battle, you've got to know it. But at the same time, I want to say this: the devil is also not a pushover. He's not a pushover. He's 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 intelligent. He's he's smart. He he uh, again, he doesn't know what you're thinking. So watch what you're saying. Watch what you speak. During the Second World War, they used to say, the walls have ears. Watch what you speak over your life. Watch what you talk. As a man thinketh, so he is as he speaks. Don't feed the enemy ammunition. He is not a pushover. So understand that. Although he is in no way equal with God, he is also not a pushover. He is a strong enemy. He has strong holds. And so our arch nemesis, our arch nemesis, the devil, I love the superhero theme that we've had with the, with the kid. But I want to say this, our arch nemesis, the devil, ain't no penguin. You can say I'm using Batman analogies there if you haven't picked up. Why do you want about penguins? <laughs> He ain't no penguin, he's no joker, but he's certainly a two-faced liar. Come on, somebody. He's not a Green Goblin or a Lex Lucas. Luther, whatever it is. Oh, you haven't seen the next movie. It's coming out with Lex. <laughs> Boom. You know, when I was putting that there, I said, I really should Google that and check that that's... No, should have listened to the Spirit of God I said. He's not a Green Goblin or Lex Luthor. Come on. But he can give you a fright, and he can keep you up at night, and he certainly knows what is your kryptonite. Come on, somebody. He knows. (laughs) That soul-sucking, life-draining thing. They can mess your life up, tap your neighbor, and say the struggle is real. We are in a battle. We're in a battle. And so I want to say to you here today, it's time to suit up. It's time to suit up. Tap your neighbor, the person on the other side that you didn't want to talk to all the other times and say, it's time to suit up. It's time to get your... It's time to suit up. Because I'm about to go superhero. Superhero. Ephesians 6 says this, put on the full armor of God. I want to tell you, you got a superhero suit. It says put on the full armor of God. You need to understand you have your own superhero suit. And I want to tell you something. It's the armor of God. It's not your armor. Oh, I've just made it. It's not like Hayden's onesies that he's wearing. Come on, give him a hand for wearing that today. He'll do anything for the kids. But it's, a, it, it's not a suit of our manufacture. Yeah. See, we got to understand the suit that God is speaking about in Ephesians is a suit that is from out of this world. Come on, somebody. It's from another planet. It's from another realm. It's from another, come on, galaxy, somebody. It's a different kind of suit. It's the armor of God. And it says, put on the full armor of God so that you don't worry about your neighbor. Don't worry about that person on the other side. Don't worry about that person in front of you or behind you. So that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes, against Lucifer's schemes because he's a schemer. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor. Put on the full armor. It's no good if you're just wearing the tights. Come on. It's not just putting on the tights. It's silly. you got to put on the full armor. Tap your neighbor and say, put it all on. Put on a full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. Friends, can I just tell you this? Something about courage. You can put all the armor on, but if you don't have courage... If you're not ready to stand, you can put all the armor on and carry away in the corner. But there comes a time when you've got to stand. There comes a time. You know, even when we were playing that Superman music as we were coming in, there's something about that music that makes you want to tuck your tummy in and and walk like, well, it does for me anyway. That's what I... Play that all the time, darling, at home, and that's how I walk around. (laughs) As soon as it stops... (laughs) We're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to wear the full armor. We've got to wear all of it because there's a stand we have got to take. We're going to have courage. Not just wear it. We're going to have courage to fight. Courage to do battle. But on the full armor of God so that on the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand to your ground. And after you have done everything, stand, stand firm with the belt of truth round your waist. Put on the full armor. Don't put on half the armor. I remember one time, I was looking after this guy, and I, I've told this before, but it's, it's worth telling again, because I like it. But I was looking after this. Uh, one of the things I did, I was probably about 19, 20, and I used to look after this elderly man. And uh, I, he was uh, getting old, living in his home, and we'd go there, and it was a job, and I'd look after him uh, day day time, night time. He was a very wealthy man, and he liked going to the fisherman's table all the time and uh, just to have meals. And so pr- basically every day I was there, he would say, can we go to the fisherman's table? I was like, sure. So I dressed them all up, got him all ready, put him in his wheelchair, rolled him down. We're rolling. Yeah, and we're, this is, okay, Grace. sorry about that. But we were rolling, and I rolled him up to fisherman's table, got him to the booth that he liked sitting in. It was easy enough because he'd always say the same jokes. Every time we'd go there, he'd say it, and so we'd have a good time anyway. But I, this this day, I, I, I needed to move him into the thing, so I picked him up in his wheelchair, and I said, okay, move, move across into the booth. He said, I can't. I said, come on, no, no, just move your feet, move your feet. He's like, I can't, I can't. I said, Look, can you just move your feet into the booth? Because he was getting heavy by this stage. He's like, I can't. I was like, why not? He said, because my pants have fallen down. I looked down, and his pants are right down there. I hadn't put his belt on. <laughs> Tap your neighbor and say, you've got to put everything on now, come on. You've got to put everything on. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> He's all right. He thought it was rather funny. I don't know if the staff at the Fisherman's Tale, I haven't been back there since, uh, since, since then. Stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Don't... With a breastplate of righteousness, what does that do? It protects your heart with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the gospel of peace. I love that. I hadn't just seen that before, with the gospel of peace. It's about wherever you walk, having peace. Wherever you walk, bringing peace. Wherever you walk in your situation, no matter where it is, you've got peace yeah. right there. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows you can stop right there and go, you must understand that there are arrows being fired at you. There are flaming arrows. There are things being shot at you. There are things just when you think you've done well, something's gonna, somebody's going to say something. Just when you, 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 you feel life's going there, someone's going to fire something. Friend, I want to tell you, you've, that's why you've got to keep your breastplate, keep your heart right, and keep your shield up because the enemy's going to fire at you. Just know it. Don't be surprised by it. He doesn't like you. With your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith from which you can, you can, you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Again, that's your weapon. You need to learn how to use it. But put put it on. Put it on. Put it on. Put it on. When was the last time you visited your bat cave and put it on? Yeah. When was the last time you visited your bat cave and suited up? When was the last time you spent some time saying, man, i got to put on that helmet of salvation today. I've got to be aware of what it is before I go out into the big bad world. I, I, I've got to understand i got to get suited up. When was the last time you did it? The challenge for us today is maybe it's time to reacquaint ourselves With our superhero suit. Maybe for some of you, you've been mild mannered Clark Kent for way too long. (laughs) Because I want to tell you, the enemy isn't saying, well, let's just give him a break. He's had a big week. Let's (laughs) leave him alone. Way too much. I I don't know if he talks like that, but uh, (laughs) I think he does, yeah. (laughs) Leave him alone. Give him a break. Oh, uh, she's had all the kids this week. Don't bother her. He's not doing that. He's not, had all the kids this week. <laughs> had a tough week at the office. And say, so, oh, I'll give him a break. Oh, he won't do that. He does not like you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to wreck you. He wants to mess your marriage. He wants to mess your life. He wants to mess mess up your integrity. He wants to mess up every single area of your life. He wants to mess with you. (coughs) Tap your neighbor and say, suit up. So where do we suit up? Where do we suit up? Superman, if you know the story, if you watch Superman, he always went into a telephone booth and he came out stronger where do you suit up it's called a closet a prayer closet you need to get in come on you need to get in there and come out of there and come out ready to take on the world it's time to suit up it's time for you to stop being mild mannered Clark Kent time for you to get your Superman self happening Ladies, it's time to suit up and be Supergirl or Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you got to put it on. Oh, that's right. You got to put it on. Yeah. You got to put it on. You know, one of the things in the fire service that we, we do is that always you're checked. You have your, what's called your PPE. Your personal protective equipment. The suit's like your personal protective equipment. It's the thing that's going to protect your heart, protect your mind, hold up your tights, gird your loins. In fact, the belt, you know, had a part to protect the groin. It wasn't just a belt. It had a part to protect the groin because in there is the seed of whatever God is wanting to do for the future. That sword, your weapon, the Word of God. Make sure you know how to use it. It's time to suit up. Tap your neighbor one more time and just say, put it on. on. You know, maybe the enemy's been messing with your life. Maybe you've just messed it up yourself. I don't know. But before I close here today, I want to give you a chance to get right with God. If you're here today and you go, man, the enemy's messed my life. Maybe you've just come here, friends, invited you. or Man, you've, you, you've been, you, you felt life has smashed you. You haven't been wearing no suit. I ain't even got a suit. Maybe you're here today and you go, you, you, you go, man, I want to know this God whom this man is talking about. I, I, I know that feeling. For me, as a drug addict many years ago, God met me in a service like this, and He will meet you in a service like this even today. I want to give you an opportunity to say, Yes, I I want to know you, God. So I'm going to ask you right now to bow your heads, close your eyes in this moment. And if you're here today and you know you need to get right with God, you know maybe things are a mess. But here's the good news, God can take your mess and make it a message for good. If you're here today and you know you need to get right with God, in a moment I'm going to ask you to, on the count of three to put your hand up and just say, that's me, Pastor, would you include me in a prayer? Some might be here and going, man, you don't know how bad I am, Pastor, but friend, I want to tell you, The beauty of the gospel is not how bad you are, but how good God is. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. He cleared the path by dying on a cross for you so that you can know freedom. So if you're here today and you want to be included in that prayer, you know you need to get right with God today. One, Jesus loves you. Two, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Three, why don't you put your hand up and just say, that's me, Pastor. I need to get right with God today. Anyone here today? You know you need to get right with God. Would you include me in a prayer, Pastor? Anyone? Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Don't leave this place. Thank you. Anyone else? You know you need to get right with God. Thank you. Over to the side there. Anyone else? You just know you need to get right with God. Don't leave this place. Don't listen to the lies of the devil. Don't listen to that. Just allow God to work. You know God's tapping on the door of your heart. Anyone else? One more. One more moment. One more moment. Anyone else? You know you need to get right with God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner in need of a Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me and wash me. And from this day forward, be the Lord of my life. Lead me, guide me. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time today as you leave the auditorium, there's some pastors there that have got a uh, Bible and thing, a little gift there that we would like to give you and just a little card that lets you know how you can keep connected. The best thing you can do is keep coming to church and allow the Word of God to, to fill you. Tell some friends, I've made this decision today. Can I get you to stand up for a moment?